0: Fifth, fifth, five, F I F, five, fifth podcast. Cinco, cinco, cinco. cinco. Yeah. All right, yes, sir, yeah. yes, sir. So this is awesome. This is the fifth podcast. I think it's awesome that we are on the fifth podcast. That is it's phenomenal. That's cool. I love it. Feeling good today. Got good energy. I can't tell you the last
1: time I committed to five things in a row. This is me. You're the commitment guy. I'm not.
0: Last time I committed to five things, I had two kids, a wife, and two dogs, man. I mean. Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah. I'm sitting here using my fingers. I'm like, that is five.
0: I can count.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, over here. I'm like, what? 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 Oh man. I'm happy, dude. I, no, I'm saying I'm doing math, <laughs> um, but uh, no, man, I'm excited. Yeah, it's it. Uh, we're excited for a reason, right? So,
0: yeah. So, so Okay, so there's there's a lot to talk about. You know, a lot to talk about. A lot of update. Uh, things have been pretty cool. You know, Brothers Brim ramping up as usual. Uh, got you know a thousand irons in the fire, trying to brand one cow. But we're you know it's all good, man. Um head is always swimming but we're always moving in a forward progression i love it but uh what just transpassed it was uh father's day yeah yeah father's day father's day which is a huge yeah. day for you Gio. and I. Both.
1: oh yeah this is why we do it right because we love our
0: family you know yeah dude and it, it's cool too because like in fishing and in life in general a lot of people can go back to their memories and they're like oh, i remember that doing with dad or i remember that you know that's what got a lot of people into the sport was you know dad and grandpa and eons of generations going out and fishing you know and um i dude i was looking forward to it so much i was like all right fam we're gonna go on an epic fishing adventure we're gonna go check uncharted waters and i look at my son i'm like hey little man jackson you gonna you gonna pick up the rod and fish with daddy he's like no <laughs> i was like no I was like, "All right, bro." So, (laughs) see, the problem is, is you taught your
1: kids to uh, think independently and not be afraid to rebel if they feel like they're being forced into something. But we always thought that fishing would be a way of rebellion, not to rebel from.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, right. And so, I got this whole like like bartering thing with him. I was like, "All right, man. All right, ten casts." He's like five, and I'm like ten casts. He's like six, and I'm like. 10 casts, and he's like (laughs) and i'm like 10 casts, and he's like eight and i'm like all right eight it is like you need to work on your negotiation skills my man but yes and so (laughs) uh we went to twin lakes twin lakes here in iowa uh checked it out and dude it was cool it was way cool but there was so much boat traffic and, and little um shore access but we found like this little tucked away sandbar that almost reminded me you remember that movie the beach with leonardo DiCaprio? oh yeah thailand yeah dude it was like a little cutaway it was a little cutaway of like our own little fishing area and the kids and natalie and everybody are all wading out in the water and they're like come on dad wade in and i'm like i'm wearing my freaking oakley's with you know unpenetrable soles. i don't want to be walking in anchors i'm good
1: was a weenie. and it was without the hallucinogenic drugs, right? Oh, yeah, that's Leo.
0: <laughs> that reminds me, we're gonna do an ayahuasca special where we trip balls and follow mud bugs into the abyss. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's so- gonna be
1: written by Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> so we were flipping, we were pitching frogs when the peyote started kicking in. It's like, no, no, we weren't. We I really were was- tripping. We were tripping frogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it was about that time I realized we were in spot country. Oh um, gosh. Dude, we're stupid. Um, I know.
1: It reminds me of that movie, Remember the Bear? Yes. Remember, remember the Bear?
0: No. Uh, okay. No, I, we have to, yes, we have to discuss this now. I was literally just talking to somebody from our era about that. And I was like, You ever seen the movie, The, the Bear? And they were like, No, I can't recall. And then, They Googled it, and they're like, birth the bear. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, he was a cast member. I'm like, no, but come on, man, the bear. I'm trying to tell you something. He's like, okay, what about the bear? And I'm like, he licked the toad. And it's all, ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. He
1: licked licked the toad, and everything turned to, like, claymation. is dripping (laughs) off the walls. And the frog's like... It's like whoa so yes so yes so we have a diatribe but we we're excited um this is yeah as on Thursday what am I gonna do what's next for us so oh wait wait, wait. so before I say that I'll say that did you catch any fish on your little father's day excursion
0: yeah I was trying to get to that so uh we checked out a bunch of lakes a lot of them were heavily bombarded by you know summer recreational marine craft which is a polite way of saying fucking jet skiers and uh anyway so the the everything was beat down from boat traffic and so we kind of got up like not upset about it but we were like man we weren't having a good time so because we're fishing from the bank and by accident we found this place called arrowhead lake man which was pristine pristine clear visibility for like 20 feet it was it was crazy like i could see schools of of brim and i could see you know tons of bass and it was just really cool and there's trout in there too which was tripping me out um and uh and there's some dudes in a little raider and and one kayaker so it was pretty much the whole lake was to us and i was i, I was uh casting out with uh my mega bass Arakashi akashi head ah, right and uh one of my 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 personally poured uh drop shots I didn't baby baby bass. And it's just I, it trips me out every time I catch a fish on my own creation. And this bass smacked it, man. Smacked it and I felt so great. I get it in and it's like the size of the damn bait.
1: I mean, I had evidence saying the same thing, right? You know I mean <laughs> wait. I mean, I I, I went fishing. I was trying the weather was horrible. We had Claudette coming through. Um, the kids and I had a great Father's Day, but the weather was just And Claudette is not like our housekeeper or anything. Claudette was like a tropical depression. (laughs) I just want to make sure everybody knows that. (laughs) It's like, um, you know, um, and uh, and so, yeah, so that, (laughs) so I ended up when the water, when, yeah. (laughs) I need more lemon pledge. All right. um, It was horrible. Um, yeah so
0: Claudette smacked your area and and it kind of threw it through your plans to the wayside right
1: right so the kids couldn't I mean it was just sloppy and so I'm like all right well I'm gonna go fishing believe it or not the creek didn't rise that much so I just went up and I fished the creek right by my house and um I was throwing like little miniature rapalas like jointed top well like jointed floating rapalas and I was catching red-eye bass but they were like Which is, for anybody that's out there, it looks like a hybrid between a spot and a smallmouth. And it's really pissed off and it's got red eyes. So, (laughs) um, oh, they're great. And they smack everything. And so, um, But yes, they were just plowing these jointed Rapalas. And the jointed Rapalas is probably only three inches long. Well, the fish are only three inches
0: long. (laughs) Oh, that's the one. You have a picture of that on your Instagram.
1: Yeah, it totally looks like I'm in California throwing throwing fifteen inch swim baits for like, you know, for like 17 inch bass, but it's, it's like I could blow it up like really big. Dude. <laughs> you know. So, so it was a good day though. It was a great day. So I'm I'm you know, it's Father's Day is always an awesome, awesome day. So
0: Well you know, the coolest part I, the coolest part though about Father's Day, I didn't get to get to it because we fished on that Saturday. We didn't fish on Sunday. So Natalie looks at me and she's like, hey, man, since we really didn't get to fish all that hardcore and it was it was a cool day of exploring. Why don't you and I go out to Moreland Pond uh, Sunday morning? And I was like, all right, cool. And so we went out to Moreland Pond and first cast hand paint. my uh, that that swim bait mold that you hooked me up with. I poured, you know, one of baby bass, smacked it. Right. Um, Second cast smacked it third cast smacked it i don't know what it was but everything was connecting natalie got upset she's like i want to go to the ohv park which is like a smaller pond near our area we call it the aquarium because it's like you can see everything and uh yeah so she's like i got you now and she gets her fluke in the ready because natalie's like the fluke queen nothing and i'm like every other cast man i don't know what it was but it was just one of those days man where I was connecting it was just cool so the whole the whole experience both days awesome just fun it was fun
1: dude that's fantastic i i'm excited i've been hearing stories about these places for the last you know six months and um now i actually get to go and fish them this weekend so i'm just excited Excited. The whole family's excited for vacation. We're gonna be heading up there to Iowa um to the exotic location of Badger, Iowa. Um, aka Brothers Brim North and um North North. North North. And yeah, we should be there this weekend and and start. We got all kinds of adventures planned. And so
0: um Dude, I got my My town is such a metropolis that it has so many people that it is technically a village. Technically.
1: So you're telling me that by me bringing my family there, I'm going to like increase the population by like 5%. It's
0: like a freaking baby boom, dude.
1: <laughs>
0: awesome. yeah this is like this is like some post-world war ii epic stuff going on right now for the populace
1: i'm sure your curious neighbors are going to be like see my i'm going to bring my trailer it's going to have a two-man boat <laughs> and three in three kayaks and they're going to be like what dear god
0: oh dude redneck rampage it's awesome that excitement that most people get before you have an epic summer your summer adventure like most fishermen have a story you know like every every summer we used to hit the the great lakes or every summer we went up to guttersville or, you know, Oh, we went to table rock or imagine that. Times like a week of just fishing debauchery. And that's, that's literally what's about to go down.
1: I know this is going to be a unique thing because both of us are, you know, in a great place. Um, uh, um, you know, uh, physically, as far as like, um, we don't have any surgeries or any major illnesses going on or any of that. And <laughs> that that's been and believe it or not, that's been few and far between. And um and so both of us are doing so good, um, emotionally, physically, uh, family-wise, doing great. And we're just in, in in finally we're at peace with really what we're doing here with Brothers Graham. And so, um, and we got the kids with us and and and, and no shout our no disrespect to um you know papa brim we love we love papa brim shout out post uh i guess uh father's day shout out to papa brim to dad but you know this is the first time that we like really it's us rallying our families together for like this week and a half long adventure without dad there so there's something special with that too um so uh and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's more like, okay, we got to swim on our own. It's like we're, it's like oh, we're yeah, not, now, you know. Not, not, Forty years old,
0: that, finally. Adult. Yeah. Well, not that I'm trying to expedite to this punchline, but Dad always used to say, "Hey, I, it's really important that you know after I'm gone someday that you guys, you guys are tight, that the family's tight, and everybody carries on." And and so it, this is kind of like the assemblance of that starting, you know, and and so. This is almost like his wish coming into fruition, you know, and, and that's cool. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, little does he know, I'm a to cremate his ass and use him for stink bait. I was just about to
1: say, man, if this goes really well, we should just off him. Although, you know, we won't. <laughs> although we, we can have uh, burned, dude. I know, right? Well, he'll fish better. At least he won't get hung up as much. <laughs>
0: Um, no, nah, it'll still ask us to tie something on for him though. 100%.
1: Well, we'll just say and listen. We're not going to say anything official right now, but it was also a very, very special uh, weekend for Dad. Yeah, and yeah, he's just making he's making some major life moves and some very bold, uh, um, you know, just emotional decisions. Uh, in a good way. Ah, phone his heart to do some things, and so um, we'll we'll talk yeah. about it later down the road when he gives us the go ahead, but. It's just a wonderful weekend. One,
0: one thing I was going to say about that, yeah, to to add to is uh, Brothers Brim, we're always talking about life on the water, off the water, and those two things cohabitating and contributing to make the other better. Uh, Papa Brim, man, he, he really has worked in his program in a, in, a, in a very healthy direction. But I will say this, um, Alyssa my daughter is about to go stay with him. And some of the things he's about to get into, we got to cover on a podcast because it's uh, it's pretty cool, but yeah.
1: Yep. We'll announce that down the road. They got quite the brother uh, brothers. Brim is going to have a international escapade and neither one of us are going to be involved. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> It'll be good. interesting. I'm all nervous. So um mm-hmm. well actually, you know what, we'll get down, we'll get, to some of that down the road but um you know we actually have brothers brim is actually going to be represented in south carolina june 30th through july 3rd at lake hartwell it is the um so it's uh it's the national championship for high school bass fishing. And one of our sponsored junior anglers, his name is Dominic Spangler. And, um, you know, we we helped uh, kind of lead a, a fundraising effort with uh, some other folks um, earlier this year, uh, a few months ago. And some of y'all remember that with a partnership with uh, Antonio Villeos. Vill- 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 sorry, enough. dude. Sorry, yeah. dude, A.V. A.V., brother, if you're listening, I'm sorry, bro. And, yes, you're going to take away my my honorary, um, like, Latino card um, because I can't roll my, like, the L's. I can't do it. My wife. R. Yeah. No, uh, viejo. Viejo. Ah, viejo. Viejo. Villeo. I don't know.
0: Villeos.
1: See, my wife's maiden name is Diaz, so it's easy. It's like four letters. So... My wife, you know, and then I name named my Calcari. my half my half my half Mexican kids last name is Kinder, a, a German name. So I don't know. All right, but the whole point is, is Dominic's yeah. out there, and he's gonna be at Lake Hartwell uh, fishing for the national championship. He's a he is uh, in between his freshman and sophomore year. Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's correct. the The, the cool. one thing, the one thing I'm gonna add though. Dude, little man wasn't sure if he was going to have a jersey. He's got a jersey, right? And we're on it, which is freaking awesome. That's so cool I know, that he we surprised were able to help. Yeah, he surprised but, us by putting us on the jersey. Yeah, but we're on the ass cheek. So I told him when he weighs in, he has to go, you know, butt first yeah
1: i told him weigh in weigh in it's just like kind of do the whole model thing where they look over their shoulder and kind of peer at the crowd but he's gonna do that make sure he leads in with that like right butt cheek or whatever that that the brother's brim parts on so but no uh, he's a uh, he i'm excited for him you know one thing i was going to throw your way about that i was looking at those dates june 30th through july 3rd on lake hartwell and anybody that like Lake Hartwell is in, it's a a very busy place in the summertime, but they're Mm -hmm. going to be there on 4th of July weekend fishing in this tournament. Like, it's, I mean, it's going to be, you know, I actually, (laughs) oh my gosh. I actually think Dominic's going to have a little bit of an advantage because um, it's not going to trip him at all because he's used to fishing out west, um, especially at like Pueblo Reservoir, which is his home lake. It's like, the only only recreational warm water lake within I mean within a hundred miles so like it's and um and even then you're looking it's the only one that has like real depth to it and stuff and it's a very populous right. area it's in an area of you know between Colorado Springs and Pueblo you're looking at you know seven hundred and fifty thousand people so um yeah, that's a good point. So, so he's, he's used, used to, to fishing, chop,
0: my, man. <laughs> yeah, he's used to having well, like re- recreational marine craft just buzzing by, and the fish are used to it, um, which is weird. Uh, that's a really good point. I got away from that um, since I moved away from Colorado. And I got used to having those those southern pristine cutaways, so he really could have an advantage with that. And the fact that it's new water too—that's always that's always an advantage, man. Like running into something new, people. Some people get tripped out by it, but that's. I mean, when you fish something new for the first time, I mean it's kitchen sink mentality, man.
1: I will tell you though, between you and I, and however many hundreds of people will listen to this, um, that lake's gonna be a bear. It's <laughs> in the summertime, it's gonna be a, a bear. It's a great lake in the wintertime. In the summertime, it is a grind. And so um in if they get deep enough um and uh can find some of those uh some of those herring balls because they have a blueback herring in there, if you could they yep. can find I would if I were, if I were him, I'd tell him it's like put on an underspin and throw it and slow roll it the whole time like don't don't follow the crowd like do your top water at the beginning of the day sure go ahead do your top water and if it gets cloudy skies then you can, yeah you can throw some more you know top water and spinner baits and bills and things like that but man otherwise i would be telling them to fish along the the brakes you know you talk about the color line you know yeah. fish along those with the underspin and fish slow and uh just weigh in some
0: fish, so <laughs> exactly. especially South Carolina with that color line that that break off that's literally in that time of year that is where they camp that is where they camp for sure like the the major populace and you know because I used to I used to dissect my little my little fisheries like that too, but I'm telling you he needs to put that Chris kinder special on there Sanko underspin all day
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody listening to this is like I'm sorry,
0: what? (laughs) (laughs) I caught my PB almost in the same type of heat and time of year on a Senko underspin. And it happened. It was a happy accident. It was awesome. And now it's one of my tried and trues. So I don't care what anybody says. That's my jam.
1: Well, and as your older daughter tells us, um, you're good at happy accidents.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, back to Father's Day. I get a father's day card from my oldest. It's got Bob Ross. She made it herself, cut it out. Bob Ross pop up. Right. And it says sometimes in life we make, uh, or no, no, how'd it go? It's like, sometimes in life we have to make art from our mistakes. You open it up and it goes, it goes, well, this one you did the best with love your happy accident. Number one. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh dude, what is wrong hilarious. with my children i love my kids they're, they're crazy.
1: she is they're crazy. definitely crazy. a happy
0: accident i love her um she's, she, she's yeah. yeah she's wise beyond her years she can hang with adults but she's very much <laughs> her own child it's awesome definitely she's great the hell all of right well, a yeah.
1: <laughs> we're doing it yeah well i i
0: all right. Um, so one uh,
1: thing know my kids, Oh, one of my kids is a hell of a fisherman. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think you're going to try to, try to, try to um, gear up one of them here and maybe that'll be later in the podcast. So,
0: yeah, yeah. we got a special guest. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But one thing I wanted to bring up since we're talking about, you know, little D dom dom hitting the, uh, the old stomping ground of South Carolina. Um, recently though, man, freaking Hank Cherry, dude. Classic. I want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, the Frank classic. Perry, the grand classic of a all. Yeah. Ray Texas. Roberts. Yep. Yeah. Ray Roberts just smashed it. And one thing I wanted to say about it that, that captivated me, and then I want to get your take on it, is, dude, I was watching him fish when he was down. You know, first day down, and just the intense focus of that man. Just, it, like, when he's on the water, he is a freaking bear, man. He is just lightning focus doesn't suffer fools just calculated just in it man i mean like he's going to war off the water coolest freaking guy on the planet humility i mean just awesome just humble pie all day you know and uh it just trips me out man i love watching him on the water he's just so he's got that zeal like iron focus
1: yeah. I'm a huge fan. Um, you know, I didn't know what to think about last year. Um, we had a chance to, um, to like name, um, I'm going to like, I don't like it when people do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. We had a chance to, yeah, well, he, it was in Birmingham last year. And so I had a chance to meet his wife last year and, um, we saw her on Sunday. Um, my wife and I, Kim, we saw her and her daughter, her oldest daughter, um, On um, Sunday, and we just said, hey, you know, hope things go out, you know, go well today, you know, all the best to you. And she was she was exhausted. I mean, she was just absolutely you could tell that she drinks the Kool-Aid as far as being a, you know, um, a supporter for her husband, who's a professional bass fisherman. But it's a grind. It is an absolute grind being a professional bass fisherman what they go through with their families and you could tell that she was just exhausted and i was when i when he won last year i was like hopefully it brings some of the financial insecurities are part of the stressor and so in um, any professional bass fisherman deals with financial insecure insecurities because it is a major nut to crack you know, each year. And so I just great. I was just so happy for them um, last year. And now this year, that's something you can truly celebrate because it's not a moment of relief. It's a moment of triumph. And uh, so I'm just I'm just ecstatic for him. Um and uh, he's somebody, like you said, doesn't suffer fools, doesn't bring any BS on the water. He's all business. Um, now, I like to bring BS on the water because I'm a fool, but um, but he wouldn't suffer me. So that's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, You're oh, man. Well, how about this? So we talked about fishing a little bit um, already. Um, you know, one of the important parts of Brothers Brim is that we talk about our overall growth um emotionally spiritually physically um just kind of what we're going through as individuals um so did you want to check in with that
0: tell me what you're up to yeah yeah so uh i don't know i've just been going through um a monster of a transition into this new role i'm doing professionally and uh The job I do, um, I don't have to be coy about or whatever we talked about it before I'm active duty military and I am a recruiter and recruiting is probably one of the second most important things you could be doing in the military. um, As a brief it and you hear that initially and you're like yeah yeah okay whatever, but once you're in it, you realize that. Our our military prowess and and the effectiveness of our force is only as good as the people we put in. A and B, uh, the sustainment in that operation, and so that briefs well, sounds great, but it takes a lot out of you. This is not a normal job. Um, I mean, you you're an ambassador of the army and everything. I'm in a community to where they have no military presence really outside of the National Guard, and and even with that you know, they're not used to, you know, what we are and what the things we've seen and things we do and our, our rhetoric and our verbiage and what we say. So you're an ambassador for that at all times and you have to be, you have to be sharp, you have to be on top of it and you have to be genuine. You can't, you can't come out here and be half cocked and it takes a lot out of you. And so learning the balance of that has been kind of rough, man, because I don't, I don't, I don't half-ass anything I do um, ever. And so I've been, you know, I had to learn how to give my all, but also detach and also not let it take from me and uh, I'm kind of getting into a balance with it, man. And it's awesome. It's awesome. It's extremely rewarding. Um, (laughs) I got a letter from one of my, one of my second people i've ever put in the army and uh from basic training and it, it was hilarious dude i sent him uh he's a really big d d guy like really when i met this kid he had
1: D, just so people don't uh, yeah, thinking yeah, we're into yeah. some weird
0: stuff no, no i got it um so when i met him he had jet black hair covered his face he had glasses i mean kind of scary like johnny the homicidal maniac looking if you've ever seen that comic book before it was awesome And he plays D and D, Dungeons Dragons. He's really into board games. I mean, he's he's a nerd, and I loved it because I'm a nerd. I'm a comic book nerd. I'm a bass fishing nerd. I'm a geek in my own right. So when I met this kid, really coy, looked at the ground, wouldn't look me in the eye. By the time he left for basic training, uh, you know, in the two, you know, two three months of progression that I had with him. I mean, he he had a nice haircut. He was standing up straight. And he's like, Hey, Sergeant. He's like, One of the best things you ever caught me was killing with professionalism. He goes, In my mind, I'm still, you know, that dark haired DD player. And I'll always be that. I'm not changing. But outward, when people see me, you know, people approach me now. They talk to me. And I'm like, Yeah, dude, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm like, You don't have to change for anybody, dude. You don't have to change for anybody. But anyway, um, I wrote him a letter and I sent him a 20 sided die. And I put Marine Corps stickers on the back of the envelope, and I triple wrapped it. Now, to the average person who's never been through Army basic training, boot camp, uh, done some time at Great Mistakes, you know any of these things, if you've never been through it, you don't know what that means. So I sent I sent him an envelope that was triple wrapped, meaning he has to stand in front of senior drill sergeants and try to unwrap this thing. So the scariest. Biggest drill sergeant you can think of is hovering over him as he's trying to mitigate this package. Meanwhile, on the back of it, there's it's emblazoned with Marine Corps stickers, right? <laughs> and uh, and then out pops the 20-sided die. So he had to explain all those things to his drill sergeants, which is freaking hilarious to me. Anybody who's been through basic training, that's hilarious. It's just like, haha, uh-huh, you know. But inside was a note, you know, telling him, hey, embrace the suck. You'll get better. You're going to do great. And he wrote me back a letter and I said, "Hey, Sart, I really appreciate you know you pushing me and getting me to this point. You're right. It's not that bad. And oh, by the way, fuck you for triple wrapping that."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it.
0: I love it. Yeah, love it. And so, I mean, that just being able to see the the impact of what you do is is what I'm getting at. That was really cool, and it helped me more than I think it helped him. But, that's awesome. Yeah. So that that I mean that's that's it in a nutshell for me. Like I, I got some big things coming up professionally that uh are going to help me expand my my hobbies more, and I'll have more opportunities. And so that's cool. It's a it's a big milestone uh, that I've always wanted to hit. Uh, I told myself since the day I came in, you know, I want to be officially a, a sergeant first class. I've worked in that role before, worked in that job, never wore the rank, and and here soon I'll be able to be that and that to me when i was a young private was the epitome of the professional nco you know like that was where it starts like from there you got your first sergeant, your science major but right at the ground level in the face training the soldiers making sure things happen making sure everything's moving that's our first class man and so that that's pretty cool <laughs>
1: yeah man i'm excited for you i didn't know if you um i didn't know if you would get a chance to um talk about that on the podcast and i didn't know if it was like hush hush but um no you know i'm I'm incredibly proud of you because i know this is something you've worked for worked very hard in that you're about to um there's some things that you got to check off you know before you know you get there and so you're going to be very busy over the next couple of months making sure that you can do that and so um that'll be uh, we're just uh, everybody in in the kinder crew is just really proud of you and and we're excited for you and so um i don't know i can't say enough you know that and uh it just makes me happy and i'm glad that i can actually experience it with you because earlier in your career it was really hard to experience it with you, just because of the distance and and the technology technological um, limitations, and also because yeah, I mean, hell, you were deployed, or you were in Alaska, um, you know, or you're doing humanitarian missions or humanitarian aid in Indonesia and Afghanistan, all kinds of stuff. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, for and, and lately, luckily, um, in the more you know, sure, I guess, run of your military career um, and army career. You've actually had, you've been really lucky. Um, and I would say lucky or blessed or whatever you want to say, but we've been grateful to have you stateside. And so um, that's been good. And so we're excited for the next uh, few years. And, you know, and the whole goal is, and people know this, um, the whole goal is to build Brothers Brim up into something that, you know, when you're ready to, you know, put the boots up, um at least those uh the rucking boots when you're done with those boots you get to put on some other pair of boots maybe it'll be flip-flops i don't know but we want to make sure brother's broom is in a place where you know you you can yeah you'll be able to nurture it you know after that and so um, yeah that's the yeah whole goal.
0: That, that's uh honestly that's my dream man is uh by the time i i hang the uniform up and pass it on to the next generation that i can walk into you know, my, my second passion. And uh, cause I, I, you know, I might commiserate and whatnot, but I, I love, I love what I do or I wouldn't still be in. And uh, I, I like being able to impact people and change them and help them grow because that's, I mean, that's what it was for me. I joined the military as a, as a young man, half cock, just knowing that if I worked hard, I might be able to provide my family with a shot and I got paid back in spades with mentorship and, I know definitively who I am. I know where my failures are and where I can, what I can do to improve them. I mean, I can literally analyze myself, have accountability, identify what I need to work on, fix it and move forward. And I know where my strengths lie too. And that's, that's huge. You know, I'm not even 35 yet. And most people, you know, it takes, it takes 20, 40 years to get to that point to where they have that kind of sense of self. And, and I I've gotten that from the military and, 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 uh, I've been able to give, you know, some of these younger NCOs and some of these younger soldiers that same tutelage, you know, and, and have them even surpass me. And it's just I love watching people grow. I just like helping people. And it's the same thing with Brothers Brim. Like I love when I network with, you know, other bait makers and we're we're throwing, you know, tips back and forth and in and the community of it and just people building each other up, trying to make each other better. And we've talked about that in Ignazium but I love that. I, I just love that. I hopefully, you know, with enough grit and enough focus that we'll get there one day to where we can, we can do this full fledged. And, and uh, cause it, it's, I love it, man. I, I, I go to sleep thinking about swim baits and how I can pour them. And I wake up thinking about crankbait patterns I can paint and tournaments I can put on. And I, it just, everything about me, uh, about me and fishing and you and fishing and we as a collective collective makes me just want to run towards it. I I just, I can't get enough of it, man.
1: It's exciting for me to see you go through that. This is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. It's fun. This so, is all, this is all part of the dream. So,
0: so yeah. So what about you, Brohim?
1: Oh, well, I guess my biggest thing that I've been professing, you've heard me do this over the last week or so that I've been really connecting to is, um, so, as you know, I like to find little things to work on a week by week, typically of, hey, this week I'm going to focus on, you know, um, I'm going to focus on discipline or I'm going to focus on compassion. I'm going to focus on gratitude. I'm going to try different things, right? And so, uh, but one thing that I have really been focused on lately has been awareness. And so, and again, it's not, my place to really tell the world out there it's like this is what you should do but for me the the ability to recognize the things that i want to improve about myself or or my impact on others um or some of my shortcomings for me to be able to acknowledge those things and be aware of those things and either say it out loud or at least say it to myself It creates that place that that platform where I can be humble and then grow upon that. So, for example, it's like, um, you know, it happens with us sometimes where we're like in business and sometimes, you know, I kind of steamroll ahead sometimes in business and I don't ask all the right questions to my partner or my family and. And I I go and I move forward or I make a big purchase without talking to somebody about it. Like that is a defect of my character sometimes where I just, I go head first in the thing sometimes. And so what I try to do is it's okay to make mistakes. I just want to make sure that I'm aware of them when I make them. And that I'm also aware of how to improve upon them in the future. So you know, that's one of those things. And also even at a more minor level, it's like if I'm tired at the end of the night, but I want to stay up and I want to paint or I want to pour or I want to work on our website or work on the Etsy or whatever it is. And I know I'm exhausted. Um and I also know that my overall health and well-being will go to shit if I don't take care of myself. And so that awareness and acting on that awareness is is critical. And it's not a form of weakness. It's a form of strength. And so and being aware of the effect that I have on the people around me when I don't do what I need to do. And so... Um, yeah. yeah, So that's the thing I've been working on, and I, you know, I love to teach other people about how to utilize awareness in their own world and how they can use it as a superpower r- rather than a detriment, like something that's wrong with them. No, nothing's wrong with. It's like awareness is something anybody can do and improve themselves on. So,
0: yeah. absolutely, you're not you're not supposed to be perfect. You're not meant to be perfect, and it. I went through that this last week where I had to identify some some pitfalls in myself and kind of like, as we say in the military, I had to, you know, do some dead reckoning and check my true North. I had to, you know, get myself reoriented and, and find out where, you know, where I, where my heart's desire truly lies and where my inner self, like where, where, what was I doing? Where am I going? Where am I tripping? And that's the, like the old adager, Randy, if you can't love yourself or help yourself, you can't help anybody else. Right. That's exactly right.
1: It's like, put your, uh, you know, put your mask on first. I guess that means something different nowadays, but, um, you know, back in the day, what do we say? You always got to put your mask on first. When you're in an airplane and it's losing cabin pressure, you got to put your mask on first before you can help the person next to you.
0: It's funny. You know, it's crazy. We're talking about this, too, because I was listening to Fishing on the Edge on Saturday because uh, i never i never i always wanted to read my mike, uh, mike i Can book and i happened to get it on audio so i could listen to it while i was at work and that's like hey why don't you throw it on and he was talking about that that pivotal point to where he he was trying to break into being a pro fisherman and he was in this situation to where it was just peeing rain on him and he was at a very bad point in his life and Everything just kind of came to a head and he had no coverage metaphorically and physically um, from from the storm that was brewing. And he he sat there and he he was still and he just he slept and he said he hadn't slept in forever. And so he just got this moment of collection. He was able to collect himself. And it was kind of one of the tipping points that led him to push further. And it's just kind of cool hearing about that. You know, somebody like that facing that, you know.
1: All right, man. that was uh, the so Venice, Louisiana. Time. We're gonna um, have it, wasn't yeah. it? lots of fun yeah, stuff. Yeah. I can't tell yeah. you how excited yeah, I'm uh, gonna, I am um, to hit the road for yeah, the 14 hours never. or however it's gonna be. <laughs> That's cool, so <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Um, but yeah, we got audio, we got kids coming up, and you know, next week they'll be on there. We'll have video, we we'll audio, we'll have all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, we
0: got- sorry we got some special special little rendezvous with guests we're going to try to pull and some new content dropping and most importantly you and i are actually going to be able to throw down together which i'm very happy
1: about absolutely when it comes down to it that's my heart my soul and
0: i can't wait to do it so absolutely brother well let's go ahead and wrap this shit up how do we do this Uh,
1: Living the fish. All right, brother. I'll see you in a few days.
0: All right, my man. All right, bye. Bye.